You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Welcome to Veterans Air, the Veterans Hour. I am your host, Douglas B., and you can listen to us live the first Tuesday of every month at 1 p.m. here on your Lone Star Community Radio station. Um, I usually say at this point how you can contact us. You can contact us through veteransair.us. Um, you can contact us on Facebook. You can even leave a message on our Google phone, 936-344-3083, except for today because I forgot my phone at the house. Um, we're going to talk today about elections. We're going to talk today about some of the candidates running for election. Um, if, I don't know, did, did you guys watch the, the Thunder, Thunderdome episode last week? It was on TV. Um, some people called it the debate. Two men enter, one man leave. Yeah, it was the Thunderdome. It was, um, it was interesting. We didn't learn anything, but it was interesting. I always like to watch um, Trump debate because he's a very good debater. Not that he's good at, at putting the information out, but he's really good at distracting the person that he's debating, throwing them off course. And he did a great job at that. Um, but I do have to give kudos to Vice President Biden. Um, uh, he was uh, really good when he said, oh, come on, man, shut up. I mean, that's, that's when you know that you've lost control of the debate. <laughs> but we're going to talk today about what the election is. I'm going to give you some information about the election. And don't worry, you don't have to write any of this down, because if you want the information, you need to go back and refer to it. You can find all of what I'm going to talk about today at www.veteransair.us slash vote. Um, and you'll be able to see all that. I've also included some show links that Nick is going to put down at the bottom or up the top, wherever it goes. Um, Links to the Montgomery County Elections Board. Um, what else do I have links to? I have links to the Election Board, to uh, Montgomery County's webpage, uh, voting district maps, things of that nature, um, which you'll need. Before we jump into that, I want to give you the tip of the week. This was emailed to me last night from our very good friend, D.V. Tanya. And this is about uh, VA prescription delivery update. All controlled substances, sub, one more time. All controlled substance prescriptions will now be shipped through the United States Postal Service. How does this change benefit you? You can now get prescription deliveries on Saturdays and get real-time tracking of your prescription via email. To sign up to get email alerts for your controlled substances, you can go on eBenefits contact your primary care clinic, or reach out to the Southern Arizona, uh, the VA uh, healthcare system, and enroll in that. So if you're taking controlled substances, like we probably are, it's now going to come to you through United States Postal Service instead of United Parcel Service. I'm not quite sure how I feel about that. Uh, if it was up to my mail lady, I'd get everything that I need when I need it, but it's not always up to her. All right, we're going to talk about, before we can get into the elections themselves, we have to talk about something that is meaningful to the elections, why we have elections. And of course, our reference material is the U.S. Constitution. If you do not have a copy of the Constitution, you can email veteransair.us, and I will send you one free of charge, your very own US Constitution. Before we can get into the elections, we need to understand why we even have them, and we need to understand the legislative branch of our government and how that came about. So I refer you to Article 1 of the U.S. Constitution. All legislative powers herein shall be granted and vested in the Congress of the United States 
which shall consist of a Senate and a House of Representatives. Very, very important. A Congress made up of the Senate and the House of Representatives. People call, and I don't know why, where this happened, but um, our House of Representatives, for whatever reason, are, are called congressmen. And our senators are called senators. They're actually representatives. Congress is the term for their legislative branch. The House of Representatives shall be composed of members chosen every second year by the people of the states. And the electors in each state shall have the qualifications requisite for electors of the most numerous branch of the legislative, led state legislature. You wanted to know where the electoral college came from. There's where the electoral college came from. Article one, section one, section two. Section three of article one. The Senate of the United States shall be composed of two senators from each state chosen by the legislature thereof for six years. And each senator shall have one vote. So this year, we're going to be voting for our representatives and our senators. If you choose not to vote because you're confused of who to vote for for president, that should not stop you from voting for your legislators, your representatives, and your senators, both in the federal level and at the state level. You are charged with a sacred duty, America. And that most sacred duty is to vote. Don't care who you vote for. Go out and vote. Um, section four. The times, place, and manners of holding elections for senators and representatives shall be prescribed in each state by the legislator thereof. But the Congress may at any time make a law, by law, make or alter such regulations, except as to the place of choosing senators. This is important. And this leads right into what we're going to talk about today. Where do you go to vote? It depends on where you live. They're called districts. And believe it or not, your federal district is not the same as your local district. And we're going to get into that. Each house shall be the judge of the elections, returns and qualifications of its own members, and the majority of each shall constitute a quorum to do to business. I want to read that again. Each house shall be the judge of the elections, returns and qualifications of its own members, and a majority of each shall constitute a quorum to do business. A majority of each house must be there to do business. Why is this important? Have you ever watched C-SPAN and you see all those empty seats? All those empty seats do not make a quorum. You have to be there to vote. Just saying is all. The senator and representatives shall receive a compensation for their services to be ascertained by law and paid out of the Treasury of the United States. They're going to be compensated. The House of Representatives gets to determine the compensation for themselves. I would love that. I would love to be able to say, this is how much I'm going to get paid. And the neighbor bills will do it. Coin money. No state shall enter into a treaty. Ah, Article 2, Section 1. You may have heard this recently in the news. President Trump 
uh, always spouts out that, you know, when people say they don't, he doesn't have the authority, tells them, go read Article 2. So let's read Article 2. The executive power shall be vested in a president of the United States of America, and he shall hold office during the term of four years, and together with the vice president, choose the same term to be elected as follows. Each state shall appoint in a manner as the legislator thereof may direct a number of electors equal to the whole number of senators and representatives to which the state may be entitled to in Congress. But no senator or representative or person holding an, <clears throat> holding an office of trust or profit under the United States shall be appointed as an elector. That is the electoral college. That's it. I hear all the time that the electoral college isn't you know, part of the, the Constitution. It was you know, thought up in the 1800s by some guy. And yet, no. Article 2, Section 1 establishes the electoral college. Now, it is possible for an elector to not vote the way that his state votes. State of Texas, the overwhelming majority is for the Communist Party. That's what the votes come back for. The elector goes in to cast his vote, and he casts his votes for a Republican. He actually can do that under the Constitution. Instead of voting the way that you majority has said this is the way you want to vote. This sets some people off. So let me clear it up for you. Yes, that can happen. And when that happens, do you know what happens? You have a contested election. Do you know what happens when you have a contested election? Congress gets to pick the president and vice president. You don't believe me? Go read it for yourself. Section 2 of Article 2. The president shall be the commander-in-chief of the Army and Navy of the United States and the militia of several states. When called into actual service of the United States, he may require the option in writing of the principal officer of each of the executive departments upon any subject relating to the duties of their respective offices and he shall have the power to grant reprieves and pardons for all offenses against the United States, except in the cases of impeachment. The president is the commander-in-chief. The president controls the armed forces. The president can pretty much do whatever he wants with those armed forces, except for waging war. Congress wages war. And I use the word Congress the way it was meant here in the Constitution. The House of Representatives and the Senate make up the Congress of the United States. Section 3. He shall from time to time give to the Congress information of the State of the Union and recommend for their consideration such measures as he shall judge necessary and expedient. Remember the last time the president addressed Congress and the talking heads told you that he had no right to speak before Congress? They were only half right because by his duties in the Constitution, he must from time to time give this information to Congress. It doesn't say how he has to do that. So if the leader of our country wants to address Congress personally, he should be able to do that. Section 4 of Article 2. The President, Vice President, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, and other high crimes and misdemeanors. We've already been through three-plus years of this. He can, be re he can be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of. 
there's the, there, there's the caveat. And conviction of. Treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. You can impeach him, but you have to be able to convict him too. Have you ever impeached a president that was not removed from office? Of course, Clinton. He had great hair, just like Donald. They impeached him because he was having sex in the Oval Office underneath the Resolute Desk. So they impeached him for it, but they couldn't kick him out. They couldn't remove him from office because it wasn't treason, bribery, or other high crimes. And personally, I'm going to say, if I ever get the chance to be in the Oval Office with my wife, <laughs> sorry, Dick. Dick's over there going, Eventually, they're going to shut down this program. <laughs> hey, I, I was going to do my God joke, but I didn't. You should be happy. This is a little background education of why we vote and what that vote represents. A little talk about your sacred duty to go out and vote. This program is not going to tell you who to vote for and who not to vote for, who's right, who's wrong. Don't care. That's up for you to decide. It's your choice. It's your vote. But I will tell you, we need to stop this tomfoolery. And you notice I use that word other than the, the Army word that goes along with that? All the Army guys, right? All the vets are going, yeah. Um, we have to stop all this tomfoolery on how we cast a vote. Forget about the fraud. Let's just talk about we don't have the infrastructure to be able to do it in a secure manner. We just don't. We're going to mail in our votes. People, really? Not to get down on the United States Postal Service. I love you guys. You do a hard job. But do you really want to trust these guys to make sure all the ballots get where they're supposed to be on time? No, it's a hard job just delivering the regular mail. Well, COVID, we can't go vote. You can go to Walmart, you can go to Target, you can go to Home Depot, get your butt out and vote. All right. So let's talk about voting. The first thing you need to do next month on November 3rd is listen to the show. But you do have a choice. You can either listen to it before you go vote or after you go vote, but you have to listen to the show. There are a number of things you need to know about this year's vote, and I'll try to include them all, but remember, if I don't get to it, go to www.veteransair.us slash vote. We are in the age of COVID. So what are the protocols for going to vote in person? There's actually protocols. Those protocols are You know what? I didn't grab that page off the printer, but it's okay. I remember. You have to wear your mask. The polling places will provide the polling equipment in such a manner as to maintain social distance. The poll workers will sanitize the voting equipment before the next person's use. You will be provided hand sanitizer in the voting booth location. You must wear your mask at all times and keep social distancing. Simple, right? It's the same thing you do when you go out. I don't see any reason why somebody could not go vote in person. And you know what? Check this out. If you're a disabled person, you can do curbside voting. 
That is absolutely correct. You can do curbside voting. If you are disabled and you can't walk into the polling place, you need to contact the Board of Elections in Montgomery County and they will set it up so that you can vote from your car. This is for disabled people only. If you just don't want to get out of your car, no. Because it you know, takes a lot of logistics to get the polling equipment to you at the car to vote. And we're just not set up for it as a country yet. Now, early voting here in Texas starts on the 19th of October. And I encourage you, it, it runs, you know, um, from the 19th through the 30th of October. You can early vote. And I encourage you to do so. On Tuesday the 13th through Saturday the 17th of October, the polls will be open from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. On Monday, October 19th, through Saturday, October 4th, the polls will be open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sunday, October 25th, the polls will be open from noon to 5 p.m. And Monday, October 26th, through Friday, October 30th, they'll be open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. That's an awful long time to be able to go vote. So go vote. If you didn't write that down, don't worry about it. This is at www.veteransair.us slash vote. Where do I vote is your next question. Well, you can go over to, before I, I say it wrong, it's in the comments. You can go over to the Montgomery County Elections webpage at elections.mctx.org. Put in your address and it'll tell you where you can go vote. But I'll let you know right now. You can vote at the North Montgomery County Community Center on Gerald Street in Willis. You can vote at the Lone Star Community Center not the Lone Star Convention Center in Conroe. It's the Lone Star Community Center. That's in Montgomery, by the way. Been over there, really nice building. You can vote at the West Montgomery Community Development Center in Magnolia. At the East Montgomery County Fair Association Building in New Caney. South County Community Center in the Woodlands. The Lee G. Alworth Building in Conroe. And that's at 207 West Phillips Street. That's right around here, Dick. We're 205, right? 208. 208. And this is at 207. It's right next door to us. Oh, no, that's West Phillips. Sorry. Never mind. Never mind. I'm confused. We're on Main Street. This is the LG Altworth building is at 207 West Phillips Street in Conroe. The George and Cynthia Woods Mitchell Library in the Woodlands. That's a new location added just here, by the way. The Magnolia Events Center at 11659 FM 1488 in Magnolia, which is also a new location. There is a plethora. I had a pause because I couldn't think of the word. There is a plethora of places that you can go vote. You head on over to MCTX. Well, no, what was it? elections.mctx.org, type in your address and it'll tell you where you need to go to vote. But by all means, go vote. You have like two whole weeks to vote from the 19th through the 30th of October. You have two whole weeks to vote. Go vote. Please, go vote. Now, did any of you come on over or tune in to Facebook, either over at Veterans Air or VFW 4709's political forum last week on the 26th. It was great, by the way. Um, Jimmy Edwards, wonderful job. Um, the auctioneer, wonderful job. 
raised thousands of dollars for the post, and every one of those candidates got their three minutes and was able to talk to everybody else. Now, I was there, and I broadcasted it again, and I would like to, to apologize for the quality of that broadcast. We're, I'm going to have to do something when I broadcast from the VFW because the connection is just not great. It really is. So I apologize. Um, but you can go listen to the whole thing over at VFW 4709's Facebook page. They had a, have it up there. Um, I spoke to the candidates. I got a whole bunch of candidate stuff here. I'm going to talk about them. Um, but I want to run down the ballot real quick. Run down the ballot of, of what you're, who you're voting for this year. For president, we have Donald J. Trump, Joseph R. Biden, Joe Jorgensen, and Howie Hawkins. Note that I did not tell you what party they're from. For U.S. Senators, John Corn, Mary M.J. Hager, Kerry Douglas McKinnon, and David B. Collins are running for U.S. Senators positions. The U.S. House of Representatives, District 8. Kevin Brady, Elizabeth Hernandez, and Chris Duncan. Statewide offices on the ballot in Montgomery County include several legislative and judicial positions also. If you follow the elections and you're following the ballot and you're going, Doug, you're missing a lot of stuff. That's, that's correct. I am giving you only what's going to be on your ballot this year for our listening area. For State Senator District 4, State Senator. See, you didn't want to vote for the president. You still need to go in and vote for your State Senator. Brandon Crichton, Jace Littleberg, Cameron Brock. State Representative District 3, Cecil Bell Jr., Martin Shoup. State Representative District 15, <clears throat> Steve Toth, Lorena Perez McGill. You're thinking to yourself right now, why are they so many different representatives for different districts? Go look at the district map in Montgomery County and it'll tell you why there's so many different districts. Because districts are made up or supposedly made up by how many eligible voters there are in that geographical area. Railroad commissioner. And, you know, every time I see that, I got I to laugh. Way back when, in the 1800s, when that position was first made, it was about railroads. But the railroad commissioner does a lot of things. This is a very, very important position here in the state of Texas because it's railroads, oil, gas, your gas station, yada, the pipelines, yada, 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 yada. This guy here, the railroad commissioner, in my opinion, holds more power than any other state legislative position. Your railroad commissioner, James Jim Wright, Krista Castanista, Matt Stretch. Katija Kat Groon. And Kat, if I murdered your name, I am so sorry. Within Montgomery County, contested races include two of the four county commissioners, county sheriff, and judge of the newly established 457th Judicial District. <clears throat> or five county constables, county attorney B.D. Griffin, county tax assessor Tammy Ray, and several judicial, judicial positions are also on the ballot, but they're running unopposed. I always get a kick at that. You see the name and you see nobody unopposed for them. It's like, you know, we could save ourselves a lot of money printing up stuff by just going casting one vote for the entire state for this person. <clears throat> But these are important, and especially the new 457th court. And we're going to talk about that in a second. County Commissioner for Precinct 1, Robert Walker. 
and Mike Midler are running. For County Commissioner Precinct 3, James Novak and Lore Brightman Jones. For our County Sheriff, Ran Hernandez, hey Sheriff, and Meyer Husani. And again, if I murdered your name, I apologize. Uh, or is it Mayor Husani? M-A-H-E-R. If you're listening, call in and let us know. Um, these are the people that are running that you're going to be voting for. One of the, the people that I uh, want to talk about today, and I don't have his stuff with me, um, is the man running for the judicial court. Um, now, I spoke with him at the VFW's political forum. And believe it or not, the reason I stopped, because I went through all of the, the different tables of all of the people that were running and, and whatnot, and the reason I stopped specifically at his is what did he have on his table? The U.S. Constitution. So I stopped and I said, hey, Vince, what's the deal with the Constitution? He said, well, I'm running for the 457th court in Montgomery County. And I said, yeah, they just made that. He said, yes, I'm running for that. And I said, I stopped because I saw your Constitution. He said, carry it every day. I said, so do I. I said, what else do you have? He says, well, in my courtroom, you'll see a big, huge U.S. Constitution because the U.S. Constitution is the law in this country. Now, the 457th court, if you did not know, it is a civil court. And civil courts are what we are most likely to be involved with unless you're a criminal. And we don't have any criminals listening to the show. We're all good, upstanding Americans. I think that is important that a judge or a prospective judge understands that he's bound by the Constitution. And he's also bound by Lady Justice. Oh, I should have brought a nice statue of Lady Justice. If you do not know Lady Justice, you can go over to the courthouse and see her. It's a beautiful lady in a toga wearing a blindfold, a sword in one hand, and the scales of justice in another. This is to say that justice is blind. This is to say the sword is the law. You live and die by the sword. The scales, you can see the scale when I hold it up like this, can't you, Dick? <laughs> the scales of justice means that justice should be fair and balanced. Just because the law says you can sue somebody for a million dollars for your fender bender doesn't mean it's just and fair, fair and balanced. And this judge, Vince over here, he says that's what he does in his court. Uh, and I like that. I do. Now, it's important that you show up at the correct polling place. Because if you don't, you're not allowed to vote. I know this from personal experience. The last vote that we had here in Conroe, I went to three different places to figure out where it is I was supposed to vote. Because if you get to a voting station and they say, oh, you can't vote here, they are not going to tell you where you need to go. So pay attention here. Does anyone really know what district they're in? Well, yes. Yes, I do happen to know. I happen to be in Montgomery County, which is Texas District 8, because I looked it up. That's the position for the federal government. And for state and local elections, it gets a little bit more complicated. To simplify this, in Montgomery County, most of it is District 4. But the northern one quarter of the county is District 3. And you will vote for your different election people on the local level, depending on what district you're in. To go find these, there's a link 
down there that shows maps and whatnot. It's U.S. Texas track of U.S. Congress members, Texas map, yada, yada, yada. The link's below or above, whatever it happens to be. And you can put in your address again and find out where it is you're supposed to vote. I admit trying to find out what local district or in the county or the city is next to impossible, so most people just leave it up to the election officials to present you what you need to vote on. Now me, I'm a little different because I don't trust our government to tie their own shoes. I'm definitely not gonna trust them to tell me who I'm supposed to be voting for. And if you want to try to find out, good luck to you and go to gis.mctx.org and you'll find information about that. You'll also find very good information on any proposals or rather propositions that you need to vote on. And there is numerous ones coming up this year, especially for those that live in a mud, like April Sound, you have a mud, a municipal utilities district. There's a proposal out there for you. There's like two proposals out there for you actually. And these are important because all these proposals affect what you're going to be taxed on. Now we have a little bit of knowledge about voting and who's running in these elections and where to find more information. Dick, you have those, those links posted already? District, uh, the, the links will show you the voting district maps, Conroe's events, Conroe's, uh, uh, Montgomery County's webpage rather, and Montgomery County's elections board page. Those are very important links that you need to go check out. And again, I encourage you to go to veteransair.us slash vote to download maps and, and PDFs and whatnot so you can be informed on who to vote for. Because I'm gonna tell you this right now, straight up, don't care if it offends you or not. If you decide who you're gonna vote on based on what you're reading on Facebook, you are wrong. If you decide that who you're gonna vote for based on what you see on Facebook and Twitter, then you should not be voting. Informed people vote. As a matter of fact, you wanna do some interesting reading? Read the Constitution on about, uh, uh, on how they decided who was eligible to vote. Because there's, I don't know if you've heard, you may have not have heard, but there's this big, huge movement out there about systemic racism. Um, it's actually fairly large. I mean, there, there's been like one or two small demonstrations about this. That was actually in the Constitution at one point. You know what else was in the Constitution? You had to be a landowner to vote. It's true. You had to own land to be able to vote, even though you were a free man. So go ahead and read the Constitution. Yeah, if nothing else, it'll make you appreciate your ability and your right to vote. Now, I wanna talk about some of the candidates. I have some literature here. Um, each one of these persons were personally invited to come on the show today. I received no calls. So here <laughs> you get my opinion. Now, our mayor, Toby, recently passed. God rest his soul. And I hope I didn't have anything to do with his passing by yelling at him all the time. Jody Zakowski? Chikowski? Thank you. Chikowski. You can speak. We'll, you know, they know who you are. Jody Chikowski is running for mayor. And I talked to Jody, seems like a real nice guy, seems to have his head on the shoulders. I talked to him about some of the problems here in Conroe. And Jody said to me, let's get together and let's figure out how we can get city government and the concerned citizens to work closely together to fix these problems. And I said, don't we try to do that in city council? And he smiled at me. 
Um, but he seemed generally concerned about actually listening to the citizens and having the citizens involved in the decision-making process, which I think is a wonderful idea, and I commend Jody highly. I also talked to Todd Yancey, who's running for city council. Position, place one, vote Todd. Does the name sound familiar to you? Why it should you see his trucks all over Conroe, Nancy Concrete. <clears throat> now Todd is not a good speaker, is not a good public speaker, he's really not. But when you sit down and you talk to Todd one-on-one, -on -one, he seems to have on the ball. He seems to understand how city council is supposed to work and that he wants to bring it to work and cut out some of the nonsense that goes on in our city council to do fair and thoughtful decisions about the growth of Conroe. Now, you would think that a guy who owns the concrete company for three generations and built Conroe would be for full expansion everywhere. It's not necessarily true. He had some good points to make on that. See, I bet you wish you went to the political forum, don't you? Coach Marsha Porter, Conroe's most experienced choice for city council position five. Now I talked to Marsha. Seems like a really, really nice person. Um, she's, her platforms are committed not to raise taxes and vote for a strong tree conversation or ordinance. Um, proposed and voted for senior water rate and senior homestead exemptions. These are some of her platform points. Again, Coach Marsha, no, no disrespect, but it's not a very elegant speaker either. But I like some of her platform points. Elizabeth Hernandez, Democrat for Congress, Texas 8. Did not get to speak to Elizabeth, but her three minutes were well thought out. And Jody for mayor of Conroe again, pro-life, pro-family, pro-Conroe, Wakanda forever. Um, you know you want to smile. That was pretty damn funny. You know it. Um, these are just some of the people running for our offices, our local officials. I encourage you to go out on your own and find more information. Everybody has a web page. Go read their platforms. Oh, speaking of platforms, has anybody read the Democratic Manifesto? Oh, my God, it's like 99 pages long, 100 pages long. But this thing is great. You got to go read it. Go over to the, the DNC website or the Democrat website and read their, their proposal or, or plan for the future, whatever it is, whatever they call it. It's great reading. It really is. <clears throat> now, 15 minutes, which is actually 10 minutes, right? Yeah, there it is. Without the, song. Without the song. You know I love my song. Everybody loves the song. Everybody loves the song. Okay, well, let's do happenings. Believe it or not, a bunch of things are happening in October. October 17th, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., VFW 4709 Poppy Drive at Tractor Supply. Thank you, Tractor Supply. Need to go over, get your poppy, make a little donation, please. We appreciate it. 4709 Blood Drive. Now, they were going to hold this every Monday, but there was conflicts of scheduling and whatnot. So the next time, we had one on the 5th, which was yesterday, they had a blood drive. Another, the blood mobile is going to be back again on the 19th of October at the VFW 4709 post on Seaman Street. Go over, donate blood. There's a link there, and you can go look at them and all that other good stuff. Um, the VFW, along with pretty much every other retail establishment in Conroe is doing 
drive-by trick-or-treat because we can't go to the door and trick-or-treat and get candy. We have drive-by and they're just going to throw it at you. Um, no, <laughs> it's not right. They're not going to throw it at you. Um, but most of the, the, the area merchants are doing a drive-by trick-or-treat. Um, some of them are making you register. Some of the larger places will make you register so they can email you stuff. Um, the VFW is no exception. They're doing a uh, trunk trick-or-treat where, yes, they you know, have candy and whatnot, drive-by, whatnot. But they're also doing um, um, uh, pumpkin painting and coloring contests and all that other good stuff. So uh, check them out. Uh, that's going to be Saturday, October 31st from 3 to 5 p.m. Um, I plan to be back by then, and, and I'm going to go get some candy, too. Um, like all the cakes at the cake auction on, on the 26th, they were all zero-calorie and diabetic-friendly. Jimmy Edwards told me that, and Jimmy would not lie. Um, the biggest thing happening in Conroe this month is the Cajun Catfish Festival. Yay! From October 9th through the 11th, here in Conroe. Are you at the Catfish Festival? You got a boot there? We'll be here in the studio. Are you going to be here? Yeah, we'll be, we won't have a booth. We'll be here in the studio because it's all downtown. I wanted to come bother you at a booth. Oh. Well, we have certain restrictions on who we allow in. But yet you allow me in. Yeah. What just, does that just say for, about your Just for an hour <laughs> on the first Tuesday at 1 o'clock. <laughs> um, Conroe Catfish Festival. Um you can go check them out at friendsofconroe.com, see all the things that are happening there. Um, it's usually a pretty good time. Um, I don't know. I haven't checked it out myself, so I don't know if we're going to have rides, amusement rides, and whatnot as we usually do, but we'll see. Um, Want to let you know that on October 10th, Texas Renaissance Festival is in full swing. Now, the Texas Renaissance Festival invites all public, private, and homeschool educators and students to join us for the 15th annual school day when our fair is open only to teachers and students. Students step back in time as they enter the sights and sounds of the Renaissance. That is October 10th at the Texas Ren Fest. It's for teachers and students only. If I was only an educator, I'm a product of the New Jersey public school system. Can you tell? Yeah. Um, October 28th, April Sound's Ladies Associate Holiday Market. The April Sound Ladies Association Holiday Market is an annual day of spectacular shopping. The event boasts 25-plus vendors offering a variety of merchandise, including home decor, clothing, beauty products, jewelry, holiday-themed items, etc., etc., etc. Patron and I did this one year for her business, um, um, Unique Gifts Texas. She makes the, the critters, and she makes minions for Douglandia. Um, pretty good. Nice way to spend the day. Shop for Christmas. <clears throat> okay, I got to give a shout-out. I got to give a shout-out to Darlene at East Meets West Productions, the sponsor of this show, East Meets West Productions, a full-service business and marketing consulting, helping vets start and fund their business for over 25 years. For more information, call 361-904-004. Four, four, and without uh, EMW's support, I wouldn't get paid for the time that I'm spending here doing this. Um, my watch just freaked out. Is it ending time for me? All right. Well, that about wraps up our show for now. But remember to tune in November 3rd at 1 p.m. for our next show. And remember to like VeteransAir.us on Facebook and also your Lone Star Community Radio on Facebook so you can be... Um, kept up to date and informed of our show's topics and what it is that we're doing next month. I want to leave you today, as we always do, with this awesome song by The Warrior Project. The Warrior Song Project, rather. Um, go download it from veteransair.us or on iTunes. And while we're listening, let us remember our brothers and sisters in uniform that are today standing in harm's way for our liberties and our freedoms. If you are wearing the uniform, I want to tell you thank you. I want to tell you I'm proud of you. And until next month, stay safe and stay vigilant. Another river of blood running under my feet. Forging a fire a little long ago. Stand next to me.
to me, you'll never stand alone. I'm last to leave, but the first to go. Lord, make me dead before you make me whole. I feed on the fear of the devil inside of the enemy faces in my sight. Aim with a hand, shoot with a mind, kill with a heart like Arctic ice. Today's show was recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and all rights and ownership are reserved to Lone Star Community Radio. For more information regarding this program and Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, serving the community with local programming on TV, radio, and online. If you enjoyed today's program, please support us by sponsorship or starting your own show. Contact us today by phone or text at 936-666-1084 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.